transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. We are fucking back, baby. So, like, uh, like, like, back. like Ron Burgundy blew a conch shell. Uh, uh, you know, we have assembled. This is this is, you know, our moment. Uh, man, it's just it's just been it's been kind of dragging without having like this you know this this group once a week. You know, I've been kind of missing you guys. I'm just gonna just gonna be real. I can shed a Gross. crocodile tear about how much I how much I missed <laughs> recording this podcast. Well, and not only are is the council back, but it is at its full strength. We have Master Gill returning. Yes, sir. He was yes, gone sir. for a while at the beginning. Or, dead. Yeah, back from the dead. <laughs> I was under the impression that you had been gunned down in the streets. Um, I'm glad to hear that that's not the case. Allegedly. <laughs> Rumors yeah, of an extra life. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we could all be so lucky. Maybe this uh, is just the plot of the crow. He, he just blames all of us. Oh no. Well, this or kind the of plot of the wraith. <laughs> Not Alec Baldwin movie set here. Oh no, Jesus, dude. Uh, they supposedly they've been like trying to remake the fucking crow for forever. <laughs> At one point, Jason Momoa was attached to it. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't could, know. I mean, yeah. I could, I could see it. It's a really good property. It's a really cool mythos. But like, does it need to be remade? Nope. Like, that if, is if, the alone, if you watch Highlander, Highlander is such a cool and poorly executed concept. Like, Highlander needs to be remade. <laughs> That's true. Crow does not. That's one of the few ones that does need to be remade. But they're just remaking everything. Yeah. Because they yeah, ran out of ideas, true. I guess. I think that's true. The Rock is Highlander. I, I just <laughs> want to see Highlander done well once. <laughs> Who would you cast as the guy? I don't know. An actual Scottish person and not a French man who can barely speak English. Mm. So you're not on board with The Rock as Highlander? I'm not on board. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got enough movies. I think yeah. it's a good fan casting person. I think, I think Gil nailed it. <laughs> You guys are gonna love Black Adam, I'm sure. Oh my god, dude! Black Adam looks ex- fucking ridiculous. I, I'm <laughs> kind of excited for it. It's I saw, when I was seeing that fucking trailer game on, I was like, Ugh. "Oh no!" Like, get up. <laughs> there's been so much like there's been so much build up for that movie though, because like the the Rock has been attached to that to the, the playing the character Black Adam for like. Longer than there's been a good DC movie, you know, <laughs> like it's it's just weird. It, it, it'll be it'll be a strange character to bring out of the woodwork. But what's what's crazy, and this is completely in the off off the top off subject, but what's crazy is that like they're starting to really build up Black Adam as a character in comic book stories, and uh, really? so you can really tell that they're trying to like intrinsically tie that as like the you know they're trying to push that character into popularity. Probably in in let you know because the movie's coming out soon. So I don't know. Makes sense. Like the comics that get made into movies, they usually get like a sales boost right after a movie or a show comes out, right? Yeah, probably. Might as well capitalize on that. Get those artists some cash. I'm sure like like 
resold all those graphic comics, you know, especially every year when a new season comes out. I want to see um, a comic book or graphic novel about Black Phillip from The Witch. <laughs> I would get that one. I want that. Yeah, the goat. Satan, the Wait, Satan goat. Hang on. Did you sew him on yet? Yeah, he's on there. So, no, he's somewhere on there. Yeah. <laughs> I sewed him on my nasty metal vest. Patches. That's good. Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Oh, man. It yeah. was a good movie. The Witch. The Witch was a good movie. Uh, I don't think I had much of a soundtrack, but you know, it was, it was a good a, movie. Spooky <laughs> violins. It was a lot of tones and like water phone. <laughs> like the, the spooky instrument that's in every scary movie. Like it just makes that <laughs> kind of sound. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. That was the Definitely. that was better though. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw a shitload of reverb and delay on that, and, and just make my own horror film. What you sip? What you sipping on there, boy? I, I think I see the number on the side of that. Uh, what number do you see? <laughs> oh my! Oh, that's, that's sir. That sir is a number dangerous. Four. Is a dangerous tool. You okay? Uh, when they what, took the when they took the caffeine out, the devil moved out too. The devil left. <laughs> <laughs> well, what flavoir is it though? Uh, this one is uh, a loco fruit punch for loco. Chef's mm. kiss. I think it's. I think it's the finest of their flavors. I bet after the pickleback of asparagus that I drank, that would taste amazing. Oh yeah, well, well, four loco and pi and pickle juice go really well together, just oh, in general. Just, <laughs> any flavor can can be applied to that situation. Man. <laughs> In, in, oh, the, in the way that there's literally no, there's no way to bottom out the flavor of a four loco. It's just, <laughs> it's like just there's there. a cap. <laughs> you can mix anything with it because it's nothing is going to make it that much better. No, or worse. No, anything you try and mix the loco, you know the loco is still there. <laughs> Drives you loco. This uh, Oh, never mind. Go ahead. That's an I was just going to say, in the, you know, in light of uh, finally getting back together and kind of sitting down with each other for the first time in, in a while, uh, it's kind of fitting that we're doing like a, a playlist that's kind of like collaborations or, you know, features of people and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of by happenstance, but it, it's I think it's sort of fitting. So, um. I say we just dive in because I know we're gonna get keep getting in the weeds. We haven't seen each other for a while. We'll just we'll do it along the way. Uh, the yeah. first track up is a track that Caleb picked, and it's "Galaxy" by uh, what four seconds ago. That is correct. So, so we're yeah. uh, this is where did this track come from, man? This okay. So um, again, touching on the theme of the playlist, um, I just randomly we were looking for ideas, and I just randomly thought, what about like you know side projects or like collaborations super groups just that kind of you know stuff on the peripheral yeah the periphery <laughs> um wow. uh, <laughs> god the pickleback's kicking in sorry um so yeah um i was listening to this album quite a bit and i realized oh wait this is a side project of the band periphery there's my callback um and it is the guitarist Jake Bowen, who's quite the the, the jaunty boy, um, and he's doing some electronic music. And I don't know, I just thought it was real nice and 
maybe a bit of a change up from what you guys are used to being barraged with that I send over. And... Fair so, enough. Yeah. I, 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 so it, it that's, that's kind of cool. I didn't know it had like a, you know, a degree of separation or so from periphery. Um, but this song's fucking cool. If you ask me, man, I really dig it. Uh, I definitely like have dug a little more into this project too because of it. But, uh, yeah, I've been like all about just like this kind of electronic music lately. So this just like always hit, especially at the top of the list. But Jameson, how'd you feel about this track? I liked it. I got no complaints to it. Like it's a nice spacey electronic song. It's just got a good flow to it. Um, I was waiting the whole time for it to turn metal as fuck. And I was pretty excited that it didn't. So <laughs> um, that was exciting, but yeah, no complaints here. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what about you? So um, I'd been aware of this project and it was really nice to say, I mean, to see that we were going to be discussing then a little bit more because i mean i do listen to a lot of synthesizer electronic based music i do love periphery and something that's kind of like cool about this is that this is electronic music that is not at all geared towards dancing like it's so clearly like synthesizer music written by prog metal guitar nerds <laughs> and it just it gives it this kind of like interesting flavor to it it's it, it's really interesting but um but jared if you really dug this you might dig jake's other project he has another one out there called the daily sun oh cool it's really song. similar to this. Uh, I think a little bit less proggy, and there's some uh, other. He, he he explores some other genres along the way as well. But oh. overall, I I really enjoy this. This was, I mean, seeing some of my favorite heavy metal heads oh, yeah. like starting to dig into synthesizers was like one of the things that really got me started down the road. Nice. So, this is a pretty cool song. I liked it. Wow. I like. Well. And Master Gill, how did you feel about this electronic jam? Uh, I just, I don't know. Space <laughs> echoey stuff. <laughs> I, mean, I would have preferred to actually have the metal come in, kick in, you know. <laughs> just got boring. It's just like, you need something to wake you up after that, you know? <laughs> It would be nice if it was going for a second song, but <laughs> it's not the worst, but I mean, it's just meh. Meh. <laughs> oh, well, you heard it here, folks. It's a yeah. meh. Uh, <laughs> but that takes us into a very wildly different direction, if you ask me. Uh, we got Norma Jean, Memphis Will Be Laid to Waste, Jameson. Yeah, so this one's a bit of a stretch, and I mostly did it to uh, fuck with Caleb because I know how much he hates me without you, and I've yeah. continually exposed him to it. <laughs> but um, there's a, a short, clean vocal section at the end of this song, which is sang by Aaron Weiss of Me Without You. Um, and he was also credited on this album for providing the additional piano, guitar, tambourine, and vocals on this album, which is Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child. Ooh. Um, I honestly, like this song holds a special place because uh, Theria, a local Wenatchee band back in the day, used to cover this every show they played at the Grange. Um, and then I also, the first metal show I ever went to, Norma Jean was the headliner with 
Yeah. It was Radio Rebellion 06 with Norma Jean between the buried and me and misery signals. And it was just such a fantastic show. And then Norma Jean closed the set with this song and the lead singer of misery signals coming in to fill in for the me without you portion, which was just fucking epic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was not a unfamiliar track as soon as it popped on. I was, uh, but you know, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a little nostalgia, I guess, or something, but like it doesn't, uh, it still clicks for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like it still hits in a way. Like I'm listening to it right now and I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think this is, was this, this is still from the, uh, the era where Josh Skogan was, was still, Correct. uh, in Norma Jean, I believe. I think right? this well, is like, the last, last iteration of that Norma Jean. Before right. he moved on to the chariot, yeah. Is he the vocalist? Yeah. Oh. I was like, I know that. I know that fucking yell anywhere. You know. Um. Anyway, definitely, definitely a thumbs up for me, just because, like, you know, I'm not gonna turn, I'm not gonna turn down Norma Jean, right? I'm gonna turn the fuck up. Uh, but, uh, Dusty, how'd you feel about this? Is this it for you? It was a nice change up from that boring previous song. So. <laughs> This is, you know, just goes right away. But the, yeah, the best, best part is definitely the Me Without You guys part. So I know you talked about this before, and then I hadn't heard the song in, I don't know, God knows how long, 10th grade or something like that. Yeah. It's like it's forever, but no, solid metal. Just, it's a good change of pace. Fucking heads. Uh, Nick, what about you? I'm, I'm turning this one down. Oh, this is that vocalist, man. He is just doing everything with his voice that can be incorrectly done with a voice. It sounds bad. It sounds terrible. It's abrasive. It's upsetting to listen to. And as soon as you just revealed to me that he's the guy that went on to go be the vocalist for the chariot, that explained everything about what I don't like about the chariot. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I know you've seen the chariot, Jared, what, a half dozen times at least, something like that. I, I fucking know. love the chariot. Oh my god, bruh, that was the bruh, I fucking love the chariot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was I, I honestly I I've never liked Norma Jean. I've I've been subjected to Norma Jean <laughs> before in high school. In somebody's truck. Either or name names. Or Rex's. Probably both. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> But God damn, I cannot, I can't palate. I, I just can't do it. I can't sit through it. Uh, the, I, I forced myself to, for the sake of this podcast, I did enjoy the clean vocals part. And I am forever going to be fucking jealous. You got to see the dude from Misery Signals do that part. Because that, like, Misery Signals is a, there's an era of their music that's near and dear to me. That's fantastic. So I'm going to be forever jealous of that memory of yours. That's the only, like, that's. That moment alone is enough to convince me to go see a show that Norma Jean is headlining. (laughs) I would otherwise never, ever do. I mean, I'll just, their stage show was absolutely fucking epic for that. Like they had a full projector going on behind them with a crazy, uh, like it was insane. And the, their guitar stacks were upside down pyramids. So I don't even know how they did it. It was like, five high going from one one going all the way up it was it was fucking epic 
That's fucking wild. That's an imposing stage presence. <laughs> well, Caleb, we got we must gather your thoughts. What are they? Well, how do you how do you, how do you feel about this track? So I was curious. It's like, why is this on the supergroup kind of collaboration thing? So I'm glad Jameson cleared that up for me. That was because me without you there. Um, that makes me like it less than I already did. <laughs> um, oh, no. uh, this was, I think this was honestly like one of the very first metal songs I ever heard. And I didn't like it then. And I like it even less now. Um, so he's blowing thing? out his voice. It's a fucking gavel, man. Give me a big fat gavel. Thank you. Wow. Caleb um, gaveling a metal song. I fucking hate Norma Jean. I understand they're, you know, they're significant and they're a big band from their era. That's great. I support that. But I was never into it. Um, he's blown out his voice. He's His screaming technique is all wrong. He's. I hope he sorted that out later. I'm not that familiar with the chariot, no, but I'm didn't. not very inclined to listen to them now that I know it's this guy. Um <laughs> It's bad, and the the, the the what is it? What's the word? Um, the you fuckers! I should have put a fucking chariot song on here. <laughs> <laughs> the the entire composition of this song is so all over the place that even me, a person with ADHD, found it unsettling. <laughs> and it between like the archaic solid state shit guitar tone and how all over the place it is, it's basically like I wrote this when I was 16 years old with the equipment that I had, and it's bad, and I don't like it. I mean, that two-step part in it, though, is so pretty fucking, fucking great. It's dumb. fucking awesome. Go fuck yourself with your two-step. Get Hang out on. of here with that I, bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the two-step. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh. you're, you're two steps away from Ska. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, Skanking man. is a two-step. <laughs> Skanking is a two-step. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt and sell it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate it. <laughs> I'm getting. Oh my god! I'm warmer now. If we right. want, if we want old heart T-shirts, one of my buddies I work with just bought a uh, a silk screener. So oh, anything shit. you want, I can Dude. make it happen. You should. You should. You should ask him. Okay, we'll have to talk about that. Because yeah. I've, send me yeah. some art. I'll make it happen. We should. Okay. I'll. We'll. Yeah. We'll collab. Uh, that's fucking dope. Um, the long, the long-awaited merch. Uh. uh <laughs> Okay, so that I guess takes us I don't right know what into you guys are talking about. It. I already got merch. I already got some merch. I actually do. I have so along the way, uh, somebody made me a shirt that says like "Ripen your coconut," uh, which is something I used to say at the end of like every like coffee and contemplation, and then um, a couple other random things, but fan art, I guess. Uh, anyway, we're in the weeds. I'm getting myself in the weeds. Um, where are we at? C- Caleb, you have your the next track. Self versus nope. No, it's Nick. Self versus yep. self. Uh okay, so this is Pendulum and who? Uh like, in flames. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's in bold letters right next to the title. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people. This is what weed does yeah. to you sometimes. <laughs> Self versus self uh, by Pendulum featuring In Flames, and it really feels a lot more like an In Flames song than a Pendulum song for like sixty percent of the time. Um, but as as we've discussed before, I'm very fond of like hunting through music to try to find like the perfect hybridization of like electronic music and heavy metal, like the like all the enjoyment you could get out of a dance show or a rave, and then combine that with the intensity of metal. I I, I just I'm in love with that search. 
this song doesn't really accomplish that, but it's one of the first songs that I really liked that sent me on that journey. Um, but it's pretty cool to listen to. It's big heavy metal. There's the kick snare, kick snare beat in it. And it does a pretty good job at making a fun kind of like big dance drum and bass track go with some crushing heavy metal. It, you know, this track does rip quite a bit. Um, the demerit I will give it for myself personally is the fucking clean vocals. The clean vocals are, are just, they're bullshit. Is it, they're bullshitty if you ask me. It's like Swire you're talking I'm, about. I, you know, I know, <laughs> but it's, it just is what it is. Uh, I would like this. I mean, just in general, I think that I'd like the, like an instrumental version of this track just to like rip through, but either way though not like not bad at all yet though you know so uh, i'll give it like a half thumb like a knuckle thumb knuckle moose knuckle one yeah one moose knuckle <laughs> they're, like they're holding a lighter this is a really random story there's this dude that comes into my work he's like customer and he's like an old guy and he goes rowing in the morning and when he comes in he's always wearing like super tight athlete like you know like fitting like I don't know, rowing clothes or something like that. So I've like, I like, no, I call him Moose Knuckle. And now, like, everybody at the cafe, when like they hear me go, Moose Knuckles here, like they know exactly who I'm talking about. So essentially, you know, you know exactly what this guy's dick looks like. Yeah, you you can see this thing perched on top of its little nest there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sam. Anyway, uh, back to self versus self. Uh, (laughs) Dick versus uh, balls. Dusty, how'd you feel about this song? Uh, This is a fun song. It's got that really catchy metal riff that I really enjoyed. Would this, I wouldn't say this is completely speed metal, but there are certain points it is, I feel like it, but. No, it's it's got a good mix of everything, you know, some heavier stuff, and then you got your clean vocals and stuff, which I didn't mind. It's not, you know, no issue with that. So it's a good one, solid. Fair enough. You heard it from the master himself, Caleb. What about you? Um, I I love both of these bands. We got um, Pendulum bringing in the Australian drum and bass, love it, and then you got In Flames with the Swedish melodic death metal metal chord adjacent whatever it's great um i like both of these things um i agree with everything nick said like i like that mixture of the two things like i think they complement each other really well and i'm super happy that someone thought to put these guys together and make a song um i think it should be like I kept just imagining like a Kelly Slater surf video with this song in it. And <laughs> Kelly um, Slater's the goat man. He's so whoosh. fucking good. And then like and then I actually I had some notes and it's kind of funny that Dusty said what he did because I was like, this is super fucking catchy. I wonder if Dusty will like it. <laughs> and I'm glad because like usually Dusty's like no metal, no electronic, and we we got him with both this time. So that's Hang a win. It. Hang on, I, I got to interject here. We have gotten Dusty on like two separate hybrid metal electronic songs before, oh. so I think that might be that might be his Achilles heel. Mm. Aha, maybe. maybe. It's like they're 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 understanding your musical taste, man. <laughs> uh, Jameson, what about you though, man? How'd you feel about this track? 
I mean, I haven't heard this song in years. I mean, I remember when this album came out and hearing it, and it, it's a fine song, but I don't really hear any pendulum in it, minus Rob Swire's vocals at the end. It's it's fine. It's metal mostly, so it's like not not up there on the list, and not really something I'll revisit. Although I do listen to Pendulum every now and then, but it's fine. It was a it was a fine. Okay, I see. You know, that's why I felt. I was like, it's it's cool at times. It rips at times. It's fine. Uh, all right. Well, that takes us to a hard turn. One of my tracks. Um, it's a song called Preservation. It's a collaboration between Aesop Rock and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. As soon as Del comes in, you know it's him. That's that's that must is all over this fucking track. But uh. Yeah, this this song fucking bumps if you ask me. Um, it's hard to fucking like not find the groove, but I'm interested to see how you guys feel about it. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Jameson. Dude, this song fucking I don't know rips. It's a pop. It's all of those fucking things that we've said over the years. I don't know if we've been doing this for years, but. Um, it's all of those descriptors. It's fucking top shelf liquor. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm fucking it. great. And I just wish that all hip hop was this good. Dude, word. Caleb, give it to us. No, I agree. Um, I I wish all hip hop was this good because, you know, I listened to a little bit and this is the kind. I hadn't heard the song before, but um this is such a i mean anything with dell like okay let's check that out i also forgot to mention that the wu-tang is is attached to this too so i'm not as familiar with wu-tang or aesop rock but um this was like okay like i don't know like usually i get hung up on like kind of the repetitiveness of the the sample beat um this one however is very good and it didn't distract me so i was actually able to like pay attention to lear the lyrics as you're supposed to do mm. um, i have no fucking clue what they're talking about <laughs> there's some words in there i've never even seen <laughs> yeah but um super good the flows are amazing great song but yeah uh nick how about yourself so I, I I feel obligated to point out this is our our features collaborations and supergroups playlist. I think this is the w- first and one of the only supergroups on this playlist. For one, yeah. like the pedigree on this is absolutely fucking crazy. True. Like, are you kidding me? We've got Aesop Rock, the Wu Tang Clan, and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Fuck, get fuck out of here, man! Come on. Like this song was when I when I listen I was listening to this playlist to prepare for this podcast, and this was like what a month ago before we got derailed by a series of ridiculous life events internet debauchery (laughs) (laughs) but i was i was listening to this playlist and i literally i couldn't finish the playlist i had to stop and then just because adele i went back and listened to all of 3030 and then came back to finish the rest of the playlist like i (laughs) i I can't help myself when it comes to Dell, man it's i mean he's ice cube's cousin (laughs) (laughs) is he really yeah, he there is. is. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Well, Dusty, are you, are you, where are you at with this? Oh, no, I, I kind of agree with Caleb says that this is the, if, if I listen to any rap, which it, 
very rarely. <laughs> you know, I think I only listen to rap when it comes on one of these playlists or something like that, which I think this is one of the first few rap songs that we've ever had. But yeah, I think we, well, I guess we had a few others, but no, this is it's like that smooth, it's got that catchy riff in the back, you know, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I remember hearing this, like I think with Scott, Scott just had me some Wu Ting CD in his in his purse, whatever back in the day. So, but yeah, it was a, a satchel if I if I remember correctly. Through through collaboration, I wouldn't say this is the first super group ever, but most I mean most raps going to be collaboration anyways. I feel like so you could almost put like any rap song on here. So that's a good point. Because, I mean, whether it's, like, somebody who's the producer, like, they, that's, like, notable or, like, you know, just the v- person doing, like, the, the vocal work, like, there's usually a lot of, a Different. few people attached to them. Um, yeah, well, fuck yeah, I'm glad it, I'm glad it, like, I'm glad it hit with everybody. Because that's, like, that's one of my favorite tracks to listen to, like, for real. That's, that's uh, like, an opposite gavel, man. We, we need a, we need a reverse gavel or something. That's a gold fucking star. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we need a star chart. <laughs> <laughs> well, this takes us right back into Caleb's picks. Um, Dusty, Dusty, if you had a track that you'd throw on there, do you have one off the top of your head? Oh, I, I made a, a list of notes that I, I figured out at the end uh, I would get to. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. The, yeah, I like that idea. The honorable mentions. Okay, we'll come back around to that then. So for now... Uh, it's Caleb. Your tracks. What a collaboration between Make Them Suffer and a group called Contraband. No. Um, okay. The song's got called completely Contraband. Wrong. It's okay. Um, so it's uh, Make oh, Them Suffer. Who I we've see. heard before. No, it's the feature Courtney something or other. I'm going to stop talking. You just take over. It's okay. Um, it's, it, it's a little more of an obscure one, but it was one in my rotation. So like, yeah, I'll throw it in there. But um, Make Them Suffer is a Australian metal band and Courtney LaPlante is the singer from the band Spirit Box who are blowing the fuck up right now doing real well um, which is great because they're awesome but uh, um, yeah it's uh, Make Them Suffer they have a female singer and piano player I believe Um, so there's a good little bit of mixture of you know grumpy Australian man growls and nice lady singing and then grumpy American lady growls so Got a little bit of everything there. I figure you guys probably fucking hate it, but I enjoy this song. Well, I mean, you're not you're not too far off for me. I wouldn't say like I like I feel really strongly angry at, about having to listen to this, but I definitely wouldn't like go out of my way to listen to this. I don't like that like slow down at the end, that weird like you know drift into the like the I don't know. It's just like, like the weird slow down, then it comes back in at the end. Just I don't like that. Get rid of it. But I don't know. I guess I'd give it another moose knuckle. This is like because it, it does have like it does have like <laughs> a bit. There's something there, but you don't want to look at it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the perfect description. Uh, <laughs> Something's going on, but I don't want any part of it. <laughs> but you know it. It is what it is. Uh, Dusty, how, how'd you take the? How'd you feel about this song, though? I thought it was catchy too. You know, Ooh. it's got your 
catchy metal riffs and whatnot. And then the, I don't know, I like the hook with the, the girl singer. So solid, solid track for, for me. Wouldn't, right. wouldn't stick out necessarily, but it's, it's like, hmm. I don't, I don't mind this, you know? Yeah. It wasn't a suitable for me. <laughs> Nick, where do you sit between the scale of like gold star and moose knuckle? How did you, how do you feel about this song? Mm. Why does, why does the scale stop at a moose knuckle? <laughs> I, it's, it's the lowest beyond. we got. It's, it's the, it's not the full gavel, but it's a little yeah. bit above. Okay. It's a step above. Um, I, I don't hate this song. So it, it, this is a good song. This is objectively a song that is designed for me to like it. This is modern progressive metal. It sounds fucking huge. It sounds awesome. It's complex. It's dynamic. I didn't know who uh, Courtney LaPlante was the singer of Spirit Box, but now that the math just adds up now because like her her, her vocals were just like far and away, like the best fucking part of this entire song. They were so cool. Um, that said, I'm going to be honest as one of the metal snobs of the council, I'm I'm getting pretty tired of this style of metal. And it's just I I've heard so much of it because I did love it so much, you know, but I've just heard so much that it's just ah. like and, and make them suffer is they're a great band, but they're absolutely just like exactly what I'm talking about. Like I've heard I have heard this before. I hate that I have to say that about one of my absolute favorite genres of music, but I have heard this song before. <laughs> That's so fair. not a gavel. It's it's fine. Okay. So it, it's fine as above a moose knuckle then? No, meh, then it's fine. I, I don't yeah, I don't know where do the moose idea. knuckle is in a, like a really weird place on that scale, and I don't know where it is. And I'm it too is. It's the moose knuckle. It's got to be in a weird place. We're, we're still it's wet. Like, it, it's, I don't feel reluctant about it. I feel like you have to feel a little bit reluctant to have a moose knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Well, let's get Jameson's take on it then. Jameson, where where do you sit on this the the developing scale? <laughs> um, I I would put it more at like Bigfoot's dick, so like lower than a moose knuckle. It's still not quite a gavel, okay. but um, I hated all the vocals in it. I, I didn't like any of it. I, but the piano was kind of cool and out of left field. Um. And I also really hated on Spotify the gif that plays during this song and there's just fucking spiders crawling on people's faces and it bothered the fuck out of me. So, not not a, not a big fan. Fair enough. I'm, I'm kind of with you there. I'm siding, I think, more with Jameson on that one. I think um, Bigfoot's dick is worse than a moose. That's what, what I said. That's it's what lower. Sex Panther smells like. Yeah, it's, That's where I got it from. Oh, yeah, can you getting thwacked in the face with Bigfoot's dick. Somebody God, likes it, but most people don't. He tells you to look him in the eyes. Oh. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I, I always like to think of Bigfoot as like a majestic, like magical, friendly creature. And this paints a bad picture of Bigfoot. This is bad Bigfoot. You're, you're, you're a nerd among nerds, so I gotta ask you, did you ever read that comic that was about Han Solo and he gets, like, sucked through a wormhole oh my God, with the I know, Falcon? I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Uh, it's fucking, it's just, it's such a wild storyline, right? Like, so what Nick was talking about is, like, uh, some, basically, like, just to shorten it up, Han Solo and Chewie get sucked back in time through, like, a 
you know, time portal or whatever, and they end up, you know, in, on Earth, and Chewie, like Han Solo, dies basically, and is like, and you know, like Chewie goes on to become known as Bigfoot, and <laughs> eventually, I believe Indiana Jones discovers like the like the like wreckage or something like that. It's like some crazy shit. It's fucking epic, though. Oh, it's the most hey. epic collaboration. Oh, you're, you're missing the punchline here because Indiana Jones walks aboard the Millennium Falcon and short it's short round of all characters that's present on this one. <laughs> so they walk up, they find Han Solo's skeleton and, and Indiana Jones says, oh, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> and then I think it just ends. <laughs> it's fucking perfect, man. You know that I wish short round, uh, you, you just make an acting comeback. Did you yeah, see he is. everywhere all at once? I haven't caught it yet, but that's on my like list. I, it's like it's like there's a few movies I need to catch back up on, and that that's one I need to go see. He's one of the, he's one of the main characters, and I was like, is that fucking short round? When I was watching it, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet either. I have to admit, but I, it's I, I just missed it. Like we finally had a moment to go see it in theaters, and it was gone. It but, finally is on streaming to oh, rent. Is it? Oh, nice. nice for five dollars. Oh, really recommend it. My, my boy Jonathan K. Kwan is back. <laughs> What's well, a cool? It's an interesting story for real, though. Um, but okay, okay. Not to get we got I'm pulling this back off. I'm we're oh. steering us back onto the road onto the talking onto the about highway. interesting interesting yeah. stories about roads. So Jameson, you got you got the next track, Highwayman. Which has a list of people attached to it. Well, it, it's it, by it, the Highwaymen. Yeah, but the song's called Highwaymen. Correct. But, by well, the Highwaymen. Okay, so the Highwaymen. But so like, when it shows the credits, is that just like the the group of people that that is the Highwaymen? Correct. We have a, a true super group here. Truly, yeah. I was like looking at so, that, like, holy shit. Uh, and in my opinion quite possibly the greatest super group if you're looking just at accolades of the members and by their actual like uh sales i, I guess yeah well i don't even know about their sales because this this like came out in the 80s when they were all like hurting for money and doing blow but um <laughs> but the That's members probably why they were hurting for money exactly uh the highwaymen are willie nelson Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, and Chris Christopherson, which are, I mean, obviously just legends of their of their genre, which is outlaw country. Um, this song's just fucking wild. It's 80s as fuck. Uh, you got Johnny Cash coming in at the end of the song, talking about flying a starship around, and <laughs> got dam builders and boat captains and all sorts of madness it's it's a fantastic song it is truly a rich bubbling marinara of flavor this song dude like it's so fucking good like my man like i love this song like this song's so outrageous it's like it's just like yeah like i'm gonna say it now this is my favorite song on the playlist like Fuck yeah <laughs> love it 
but oh yeah dude like the whole johnny cash part this is yeah is, you're right like it's just it's like if you listen to that you're just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> I, everything's in the past and i mean the dam builder part's kind of weird but then just out of nowhere johnny comes in with like his super booming powerful vocals i fly a starship <laughs> yeah, across the universe divide it's like fuck it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> Uh, also, got to shout out Chris Christopherson, featured in Blades One and Two. So, really? <laughs> oh wow. yeah! Oh, okay. so I was really hoping to be the only one to find oh, that one out. You, you, yeah, dude. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I had no idea like like the cat made music. I just I remember like I knew he saw him in that. And then everyone was like, I saw his name on like a record or something like that. I was like, is it the same fucking guy? <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly the thought process I had. I saw him literally on this song, and I was I had to go check. It's like there's no fucking way, and there is a fucking way. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's a West uh, outlaw country legend and vampire hunter uh <laughs> <laughs> caleb how'd you feel about this song i mean it's it's a classic this is an amazing song um the lyrics are really fun the the collaboration of everyone is pretty staggering um and obviously like you know it's true johnny cash's part stands out the most and in light of the fact that he is now passed on it makes me wonder if you know, like he has made it across the universe divide in his his starship by now, and is he just a drop of rain or is he a highwayman again? Like some heady shit. It's really good. Song's fucking amazing. Um, however, and this is not a detraction, just a little aside, a little thing I thought of. It really reminds me a lot of Men at Work. Like it has that '80s <laughs> yeah, vibe. I get that. <laughs> and it cracks me up, but it's great. I love this song. Dusty, what about you? Uh, yeah, this is my favorite song on here. Just so catchy. Yes. I don't know how many times I listened to this and just laughed about the utter ridiculousness of the lyrics. It's like it all it's all this blue collar worker shit, and then all of a sudden, fucking astronaut. Like what? That's <laughs> <laughs> no sense. But yeah, somebody about it just like it reminds me of my granddad so much just because that's all he would listen to is old western stuff like that and you know these titans of western you know old tiny country just like oh it's amazing so i didn't i don't honestly know who chris christopherson was so, <laughs> I knew who, who the other three were but chris christopherson like, made his own music but for the most part he was well known as being a writer like he wrote music for everyone Interesting. Oh, okay. Like how Avril Lean, you know, kind of disappeared for a while, but she was actually just writing everybody's hits. Mm. But, Good for but her. no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and found some of his old videos on YouTube of them performing it live, and they just look like they're old and broke, just trying to make some money. <laughs> I also do love the sailor part when you only hear the, the little whistle in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great, great addition to it. Ridiculous. Uh, Nick, how about you, man? So in, in defense of the the starship part here, um, that's like when if you're going to tell a story and it's going to start in the past, that's like the logical conclusion. It's got to go into the future. And what's the future? It's in space. <laughs> so that's like that's where it goes. 
Also, I remember in elementary school one time learning about how there were four people buried alive in the concrete in the construction of like the Rocky Reach Dam or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's like a real thing that yeah, happens. Way more at the Hoover Dam. Yeah, Hoover Dam. There's a bunch too. Oof. Um, but this song is absolutely beautiful. I can't say anything better than what you guys have already said. I absolutely love the story. Jamo's absolutely right. I had to stop and think like hard to, to try to find a better super group. Or even if that super group did exist, did they write a song this fucking good? And no, it's just not the case. Like this is this is one of the greatest achievements in music, minus one very important aspect. And Chip's <laughs> moment, this is coming at you, you piece of shit. Chip's moment is the producer of this song. Chip's moment, I'm holding personally responsible for the mix, for those absolute bullshit flutes in that sailor part. <laughs> Just the overall disconnected garbage-ass feel and the reason this sounds like a minute work track or like a fucking Dire Straits B-side. It sounds fucking terrible. Like, this... This is this the mix on this song feels disrespectful to the absolute fucking legends of outlaw country you have on display here. It's just it's awful. It's absolutely fucking awful. Chips moment you get you get a gavel as being personally targeted as someone who's not even like an artist. <laughs> a gavel from Bigfoot Stick. Auxiliary oh gavel. <sighs> Follow up slap from Bigfoot Stick. That's just Shame. fuck you, Chips moment. You ruined. Chips what? moment. I know that fucking name. <laughs> I had to look up who he was, and I had to like I have I, I I couldn't even remember his name as silly as it is, so I had to hold Wikipedia up on my phone and <laughs> Chips moment. If you're listening, if you're you know he is, fuck you. Well, that that all that heat leads us right into Nick's next track, which. I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you take it, Nick. Neo Tokyo. What's the collaboration here? Oh yeah. So this is a song by Scandroid, who is. I mean, Scandroid has been like a, a prominent like synthwave artist for a long time. Scandroid produced like a lot more pop-oriented hits, so his vocals are on a lot of stuff. He, I, I think he even had like a Star Wars, you know, synthwave version of that that brought a lot of people to to his music, and he's one of the people that really popularized it. But then Dance with the Dead came in and remixed his song Neo Tokyo and it absolutely fucking blew up. Like and to this day, if you go to Scandroid's page, like the top track on his Spotify is the this Dance with the Dead remix of his song. Because Dance with the Dead is just they, they I mean, they take they're one of the artists that I discovered while searching for that metal electronica hybrid and they just absolutely bring that that metal energy and aggression and then they just slap it into this fucking really cool track with these awesome melodies and great imagery and i think it just makes for a really cool song fuck yeah yeah i mean i i cannot disagree this this song this song's fucking fun it's um i didn't i i had no i i have no knowledge of either group but or a person or whatever, but I definitely love the this fucking track. This was like a close second for me on the list. Um, but fuck yeah, dude! Like the I don't know. This is like this isn't like I feel like I know somebody that makes music sort of like this. Uh, we gotta have a word from our sponsor here. Word from our sponsor. Are we gonna interrupt? Well, this is a this is a surprise different sponsor because this is a super group and collab playlist. We've got a super group and collab sponsor today. Ooh. Uh, we are uh, proud to introduce the new hot new 
heavy metal traditionalist whatever guys <laughs> electromancer <laughs> what was that that was, that was a sample <laughs> from like everybody dance now the slam song i don't know anyway so what's next what 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 is this project Caleb, he's oh. defaulting. To oh, you. are you asking me? Oh, yeah, I was, gest- I was gesturing at you. This I is didn't a see that. Gonna, you, not- you're silent fuck. Come on. <laughs> um, so uh, Nick and I decided we were going to make some disgusting power metal esque thrash electronic something. Um, a little bit of electronic in this one. Not. There'll be more later. But anyway, um, we we imbibed in, in some extracurricular activities and spent three days writing and recording. A song about an electric wizard, um, a lightning wizard, technically. And um, I used all the bullshit that I learned at school about electronics to write really shitty lyrics. And <laughs> oh we made a song, and it was fun. And it actually turned out pretty good. We're pretty proud of it. Fuck yeah. Well, all right. Well, where is it? Is it, when's it, when's it available? Where is it going to be? So right now we're having a uh, lyric video made for the song because I, I I debuted a really early version of this to an ultimate frisbee team that was staying at our house. That's that's a totally other story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, it, we what, one thing that we found is that everyone liked it, but only the metalheads could understand the vocals. So one of the things that we want to do is release a lyric video in tandem with the song itself so that the people okay. who might not otherwise understand what it's about, because the lyrics are very important. We're very proud of these lyrics that we were, <laughs> we were writing literally seconds the one, before the recording them. The ones that Caleb uses electronics knowledge on? Yeah, well, if, you're, if, you've ever been look, if you've ever been looking for a song where someone does black metal vocals and starts screaming like electrical engineering terms at you, uh, this uh, is the song for you. This is it there. It's that a very cool. it's a very loose interpretation. But anyway, that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Well, get we'll uh we'll we'll be your your uh only news source on on that uh, collaboration. So we'll hear further about it, I guess, when the lyric video uh, is ready. I, I would just like to say I, I I think we all got the advanced copy. Uh, it was fucking great, boys. It sounded yeah. damn good. Uh, I'm not even trying to blow smoke up your skirt or anything but it gave me fucking goosebumps like i'm real proud of you boys uh, i'm ready to thanks. ready to give it all up and be your roadie is this is this your first <laughs> on tour. favorite power metal song uh yes oh, <laughs> wow we did it <laughs> we okay. found one all right well back back to it uh jameson why don't you just jump in how did you feel about neo tokyo well, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's not really for me. Uh, I, I prefer, like, if I have to listen to this jar, I prefer something my friends make because I have more of a connection to it. It's fine to listen once, but not not really for me. That's fair. Uh, Gil, how about you, man? Yeah, I'm seeing both teams in there. It's like, it's... It's okay, you know. I'm not hugely into this genre, but I mean, at least this type of electronic music, it feels like it's going somewhere. And there's something to it. Um, But, eh, I don't know. It it could be a little bit shorter. I mean, five minutes, 
you know, this was a, was a bit much. If it would have been like, it would have been much better. There's a lot of uh, bosses too- to defeat along the way, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, well, who got Caleb? Oh yeah. Um, so I'm I'm familiar with both of these groups. Um, I enjoy the the synth music and uh, especially Dance with the Dead because they're a great mix of you know rock, metal, electronic music. It's great. Um, I th- I think like the the vocals weren't like my most favorite. Like they weren't bad, but they like they kind of remind me of Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, which was kind of like eh, you know whatever. Oh, I hear a dog. Um, but it is very, it has a great hook and, oh, there he is. I see the dog He's making for the listeners. There's guest a dog. Comment, guest commented. Yes. Well, honestly, like the way he's, he's whimpering, that's kind of how I feel about the vocals. But other than that, it's a cool song. It's not really even a big complaint, but if I have to be critical, which is kind of my, my brand, that's, that's what I'll say. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, I, I mean, it does like it does have this like adventure side to it for me. That's what I love about this kind of music. It's like every every song kind of sounds like you're you're about to like go on a wild a wild fucking ride or something. But um, the next track is a little bit different, brother. So I hope I hoped you guys would know about uh, what what this was, but. Uh, Lick me, uh, lick me uh, in arse or whatever it is. Uh, this is like, if you look at the credits, um, this is uh, an insane clown posse song, but it, 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 it has a collaboration with Jack White attached to it. So it, what? it fits. Oh my God. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're covering a Mozart a bit. Um, uh, it's just it's just fucking ridiculous if you ask me, but yeah. But when in the middle, of, like when they say "drop that shit, Jack," it's that's like that's you know Jack White's you know influence coming in there. But I gotta know. I mean, come on, come on. It's an it's a brilliant idea. Insane clown po- posse, Mozart, Jack White. Who would have fucking thunk it? Dusty, tell me, tell me true. I uh, lost a lot of respect for Jack White. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Part of he's even associated with Juggalos. <laughs> this is the worst song I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. And the rapping, he, his rap like halfway through was, was one of the worst rap lyrics I've ever heard. He's just rhyming random words. It was just like, oh my god, a child write these lyrics? It's just, uh, I hate them. I hate <laughs> all juggalos. It's, ugh, absolutely. They like define white trash. and It's just juggalos. It's people that listen to St. Clown Posse. <laughs> white trash. Like, Total embarrassment to our entire human race. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, Nick, what about you, man? All right, so okay, so I have I, I have two thoughts. For one, this song seems like it was just designed to insult my intelligence, and they succeeded. Definitely. 
Um, two, it, were they actually telling the truth about this being like a Mozart like secret song? Is that is that, is that a real thing? I think that I think parts of it are, yeah. Oh like, uh, um, so I also didn't know Jack White was, but that explains who the like the guitar playing because it was extremely indie rock guitar playing. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty interesting. The song was fucking horrible. It was one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. But the, the thing is, is you could clearly hear how much fun they were having making it. And it was just like very suddenly I just had this like angelic, mo- you, you know, in Arrested Development when uh, George Sr. like sees the shadow on the floor and like that's when he becomes religious. <laughs> like this was my moment. Like this was when I suddenly understood the appeal of the juggalo like fam. Oh, should what we get you a Sega right now? I I get it. Like I understand. <laughs> like I, okay. jugglers are actually pretty fucking chill people. Like they're they are white trash. They do white trash things, and they are fucking gross. And they're weird, not chill. But they're pretty. The jugglers I've met are chill. Caleb's making a not chill face right now. No. Guys. <laughs> but anyways, uh, electromancer might might have just broke up. Oh my god! Over jugglers. <laughs> we'll have to write this into the lightning wizard's character as a uh, internal no, conflict, I guess. I'm I'm gonna ping you to the ground and do the thing where you like spit and then just dangle it to your forehead and then go. And I'm gonna I'm do just, that to you. Well, I'm just and you're gonna, gonna put regret on, what you said. I'm gonna put on <laughs> insane clown posse on our sound system, and we're both gonna regret everything. I'm gonna punch the soles of your feet until you cry. I'm gonna slap your belly till it's raw. God damn it. Well, Caleb, I mean, oh, fucking take us to your headspace. Take us to where the where this ICP track took you. Yeah, I okay. got four loco on my glasses here. Hang on. Oh no, the most All dangerous right. place for four loco. Right by the eyes. <sighs> There's a lot to say, but also not really. Um, I was confused again why this was a collaboration, and I agree, Dusty. I have lost respect for Jack White. I don't know what. I don't know why. But anyway, um, I took notes when I was listening to this playlist. And what I wrote for this song was no. These are in all caps, by the way. No, never, ever, on principle, no. Um, (laughs) ICP is the worst thing ever. Um, You know, kudos to them for being successful and, like, basically trolling all of intelligent society and um, representing all of the just garbage humans that enjoy this type of shit. They're not chill people. They're insane. Go to the Gathering of the Juggalos. I fucking dare you. It is probably a fascinating anthropological study, but not somewhere you want to be, especially after dark. Holy shit. The stories I've heard. I will go. Oh, you're gonna die. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, I'm gonna come back but, and change the man. <laughs> if you become a Juggalo for real, God, I'm gonna be fucking so mad. I'm gonna be so mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to reassess everything. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's so it's so bad. It's it insults your intelligence. It's poorly executed. The, the, the determined pronunciation is abysmal. And the only the only slight concession I can give to Nick about what he said about Juggalos is they. I know they have a song about like how perplexed they are by magnets. And to be fair, even the leading scientists in <laughs> Uh, magnetics don't fucking really understand how it works. So that's it. That's all they got. Yeah, magnets are weird. 
This song fucking sucks. This is this is the ultimate gavel for me. Please give me like five or something. I heard nothing. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck? Maybe they happen. I they happen, man. Gavels. Is it here? I didn't know. I'm gonna hit my desk. Well, I was gonna, sta- I was gonna like salute for it, like it was a like a <laughs> gavel. <laughs> you guys want to do twenty one? <laughs> That's too many. But well, no, there's no such thing as too many gavels for this song. Well, J- Jameson, how about you though? I mean, I, I was going to bag on it too, but I've kind of, I, I have some like distaste because you guys have all laid it out pretty well. I mean, the only thing I can say is congratulations, Jared. You just made me listen to my first ICP song. I did. And I I don't think I'll be doing any more ever. Well, if you don't like this one, yeah. They have one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think the only other song I heard by them was this dating show, like, rap song they did and was utterly atrocious it's like they're interviewing one of them like it's you know it was like blind date you know game shows back in the yeah. day what are those oh my god weird uh don't get me wrong i don't really listen to icp i just thought this was a really fucking fun troll i thought <laughs> i was like i'm gonna get everybody with this one i know it. <laughs> uh and I'm glad it worked because I yeah I am also perplexed by that song. I don't know why it exists, but Nick, I do agree with you. I think you can you can hear how much fun they had making it, which does show a little something that's like I feel like that's what people attach themselves to the most. Um, it's, it's weird. Like I I went into this song and then after I came out of it, my opinion of ICP was lower and my opinion of Juggalos was higher. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Well, that takes us now into Caleb, another Caleb track. And Caleb, I'll let you to, uh, intro this track because I know it's, a, it's probably got to be a good a, a good good one. I know you have this on Jameson for sure. What's this song? Well, um, I honestly, I, I want to try and like include him anytime I can because in my heart, in my mind, um, the man that I'm about to reveal is an honorary member of this camp council. Oh my God, no! <laughs> <laughs> At least for me, he's always with us in our hearts. Anyway, um, this is a song by the band Haunted Shores, which is actually a side project of Periphery. Again, it's two, the other two guitarists of the band, um, and they're kind of modern black metal instrumental project. But they got Devin Townsend everyone's favorite to sing oh on it God. um it's called um it's it's called feed the wolf slash norway jose which is amazing yeah um i love it it's one of my favorite songs off of their album which is instrumental and i think it's the only one that they added vocals to and if you're going to add vocals to something that's instrumental who else are you going to call but devin townsend oh so God. i love it what do you guys think you know, I I'll, I'll, I I just it's a pass for me. It's a it's not a Bigfoot dick. It's kind of like in between Bigfoot dick and Moose Knuckle. It's like there's some there's some sort of like third there that we haven't touched on, nor do we want to touch or have it touch us. But like yeah, I'd place it there. Like I can under I like there's some elements that are like you know pretty cool. Like the but overall, I'm just not gonna listen to this song. In fact, I'm going to change it now. 
but Jamo, what about you? I mean, the best part about it is the second part of the name, which makes it even worse that they had to put two names. Just call it Norway Jose, because that's cool as fuck. <laughs> Why do you have to split the name up with something less cool? Yeah. Um, I, I will say this is probably the least offensive uh, view of Devin Townsend or oh, he sure. who shall not be named. Hey, that we he does look so like far. Voldemort. Um, but on that note, I'm sure anyone in the universe who's listened to this can guess it's not for me. <laughs> um, it, the black metal's not great, obviously. So, like, winning points for the name, but detractors for being a second name and extra detractors demerits for Devin Townsend. Womp womp. <laughs> Dusty, how about you? I don't know. The start of it was kind of that angelic, like chant, you know, which was the like the, the previous song. Like, oh my god, this song still going on. <laughs> it's coming back for me. Yeah, but this is just like just generic metal to me. I don't know. There wasn't really anything that really hooked me. It wasn't. I didn't even realize there was Devin Townsend on there. So that's good. I like the. <laughs> God. I like Viscera on there. Viscera, the old, like the old wrestler. That's what I thought too. I was like, it's kind of cool that Viscera's in, like into metal. That was like one of my my points, you know. Giant black man. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. it's just metal. It's, that's the name of the album, and they wrote it about him. That would be great. They wrote it about. It. Late 90s they did. professional wrestler. They tribute, might have. Tribute to Viscera. His entire suit was like pleather. It's like, <laughs> one. you can so imagine. Uh, well, Nick, what about you, man? How, how did you take down this song? So I, I, I think we've featured Haunted Shores before on the pod. Um, and that and we we've discussed before that that's that sort of like a lot of the elements of Haunted Shores is sort of like Misha and uh, oh my God Mark Holcomb's Misha Mansoor and Mark Holcomb's uh, like it's like a love letter to a lot of like the spooky black metal that they grew up with they love the imagery of it like they have a whole ass T-shirt company where they called Bottom Ramen as opposed to Top Ramen and it's just a whole bunch of like Asian supermarket foods but in the style of black metal. And it's just, it's pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty, pretty, pretty good stuff. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm doing Larry David now. <laughs> but uh, this, this version of, uh, I, I'm just going to call it Norway Jose because it's clearly the superior name. Definitely. This version of Norway Jose is not my favorite version. I'm sorry. Uh, and it's not Devin Townsend's vocals fault. I wish they had placed his vocals over the original track or at least mixed him into the original version of this track, because whatever this version of the track is, it's not the same song. Like this is way too busy, way too noisy and washy. And it's just unpleasant to listen to compared to the original, which I love. And Devin's vocals are fucking killer. So I really wish they just put him on the original song. So this this one was overall disappointing. This is for sure a moose knuckle. Oof. Oh, 
<laughs> that dirty little thing. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I guess that, um, where are we at? That takes us right into uh, Jameson's, another Jameson pick. This this song is just a fucking classic. Still Dre, obviously the one of the ultimate Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg tracks. Uh, why throw this on there, Jameson? I mean, that track, the the audio track going on is just fucking iconic. And I don't know, like listening to this, this genre of like gangster rap from this period, like just makes you feel hard as fuck. Makes you feel like you just popped a blue chew, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyways, like I remember going, this album came out in 99. So I was like eight years old, which is confusing because it's titled 2001, but it dropped in 99. And I would go sneak into my brother's car or his room and steal this album out of his CD case and throw it on knowing full well that if my parents walked into my room, I would be fucked. But (laughs) I mean, you just feel hard as fuck listening to this. You get the same feelings now. It's just great. Yeah, dude. I uh, I can't I don't disagree with anything you just said. I th- I think this this tra- this track's eternal. You know what I mean? Like it's it's always gonna fucking hit the spot. Like whatever whatever you need it to feel like this this song fucking hits it. Like it's just such a and you know like the other hip hop song we had on here like that that has such a different vibe than this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like this one's like there's a certain like yeah I don't know just like like hop to this one that you just fucking dig like right away um yeah uh nick what about you man how how do you feel about this this dr dre snoop dog collaboration this is this this is like a bizarrely nostalgic thing for me because like this song makes me feel again how cool i felt like when i got my first pair of baggy pants when i was like nine or ten years old (laughs) like that shit made me feel so gangster uh, and I mean, I, I know if, those who don't know me, I don't look very gangster. I have a pirate mustache right now, <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god, this song—it just feels so fucking cool. I, I honestly, I don't have any criticism for the actual music or the technicality of oh, could fuck all that. This is just cool, and I don't care cool. about anything else. <laughs> so. Dude, I mean, Jameson fucking nailed with like the, the sample too. The blink, 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 blink. Yeah. So great. Oh, man. Caleb? Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's a classic song. There's there's really nothing wrong with it. I, I love the, I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I always imagined that like um, that sample, I don't know exactly what it is. Is it a piano? A xylophone whatever the fuck but i always just imagined that someone like was plucking bicycle spokes or something <laughs> so that's what i'm gonna call it. i like that bicycle bicycle spoke noise um yeah it's it's a classic song i have like no nostalgia for it because my parents worked very hard to shelter me away from anything like this for <laughs> you know the first 18 years of my life um but it is like absolutely un, undisputed like the most quintessential hip-hop song in my opinion like when i think of like what it's supposed to sound like this is it so great pick. Fair enough. 
I have this, I have like the most uh, white middle class, like, sto- like I like association with this song. I would angrily mow my dad's lawn while listening to like to this and, <laughs> and uh, Ghetto Boys, which I discovered through the movie Office Space. They'd just be out there like fucking pissed off, like mowing my dad's lawn. Like, motherfucker. Yeah, man, nobody fucked with me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dusty, how about you, man? I uh, just another banger on here, just classic <laughs> song. It's yeah. uh, oh, I've got so many memories of listening to the songs with my sister who always listens to the rap, and that's how I was mostly exposed to rap. Was whenever my sister was listening to at the time, because she was five years older than me, so <laughs> it's like, oh, this must be the new stuff or something like that, you know, similar to Jameson or. You steal your siblings' CDs and stuff like that. But yeah, I yeah. remember one particular time it was DFR was playing a show at Centennial Park. Um, I want to say it was like on Apple Blossom or something like that. And like, I think Red Light Murder played that show. show. Um, it's a name you've probably heard in a long time, but yeah, between <laughs> yeah. sets, somebody played was playing this. And all these, like, you know, everybody from that scene, you know, the emo scene, hardcore kids, like, they all started rapping to this. And I'm like, you fucking posers. <laughs> <laughs> they act so tough and, like, they love metal and just metal. And then they, then the song comes on and they know every fucking lyric. I'm like, what? But yeah, dude. Classic song and it's catchy as fuck. So. Dude, Red Light Murder, man. Yeah. I You're right. I have not heard that fucking name in a very long time. That's fucking crazy. Uh, even, the, even the emo kids had to come from somewhere. Oh, God. They all went to middle school. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my God. Uh, we got what next? Uh, a Die Alone. This, this is a Nick pick. Die Alone featuring... It's Silverstein featuring who? Uh, this is featuring Andrew, excuse me, Andrew Newfield or Neufeld if you're German, Neufeld, probably Newfield. Uh, but he is the lead vocalist for the hardcore band Comeback Kid. Um, oh, dude, yeah. that's why he sounds so fucking familiar. And so this, this, okay, uh, the this playlist was honestly really just an excuse for me to plug Silverstein recently. So we're like a couple months late on this shit, but they released an album that was like an absolute mind trip like it was the like the most experimental and also heavy silverstein album i've ever fucking heard and like to cap that off they have they have a straight up hardcore song on this album like featuring like a prominent hardcore artist and i just thought this one was just a weird aggressive just like uh example of how far the, the, the silverstein has been like willing to go on their most most recent album which i i found really interesting yeah. um i I have right now forgotten the name of that album, so let me find it for y'all. <laughs> You're good. It's uh, called Misery Made Me. Okay. It's, yeah. I, I guess I will have to check out this album, man, because like I, I fucking this this song rips. Like, this is a real good track. Um, and you're right. Like, I, I don't really think of Silverstein like when I think of like this. You know what I mean? Like. So it's kind of like it is kind of interesting to know that they've been like pushing themselves in different directions. It sounds like, 
I, I think the thing is, is that that sentiment you're going to find on just about every every track, but for a different reason on this album. Like, That's cool. They, they, they really got fucking weird with it, and I'm digging it, man. Like, nice. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, I definitely give this a thumbs up. Um, Dusty, how do you feel about this one? Uh, it's okay. I mean, it's it's nothing new to me. You know, it's, it's been done before. I remember what really into Silverstein, so I probably would appreciate it more if I listened to more of their stuff. But it's generic, kind of metalish song, so it's it's a it's not a moose knuckle or anything like that. <laughs> but it's yeah, I I don't feel either anything towards it. So neutral. <laughs> so. On this scale, where would a camel toe fall then? That's a good question. Like, would that be what Dusty's saying? Yeah. If it's better than a moose yeah. knuckle. Yeah, 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 I, I, I but I mean, a camel toe could probably be a really good thing. But it can also be a very bad thing. Yeah. So like, maybe it's a meh because you risk it being good or bad. <laughs> I like the idea of you risk it being good or bad. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd say I'd say the camel toes like a meh. It's like slightly more neutral than the moose knuckle. <laughs> uh, Jameson, that being said, how, how do you feel about this track? It's it's all right. Like it's not really what I'm into anymore, but it's really cool that it's Silverstein, which yeah. I used to like, and I mean, never would have guessed this is who the artist was you know and that's that's pretty cool that it's fucking comeback kid too because i used to love comeback kid so yeah good track fuck yeah caleb how about you man well historically i'm not a fan of silverstein or comeback kid and that's why i was surprised because i like this song i think it's it's really good it's it I don't really remember what they sounded like back in the day, but I remember being like, this wasn't it. You don't, yeah, you don't like, remember my heroine? No, yeah. man. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I like, remember. I, don't, I don't mind a little bit of a taking back Sunday or like circus survive, but that's about as far as I want to go into the like, you know, whiny dude bitching about his life. I don't care. Um, but this is a good song. Um, I'm kind of debating how good it is. Like, if it's my um, original like opinion of Silverstein, kind of like you know, coloring how I feel about this song because it's better than anything I've heard them do before. Um, it's fine. It's it's a good song. It, it definitely it's a bit of a toe tapper. It's, yeah. it, it grooves. I think it's pretty cool, especially when it picks up like you know, like thirty seconds or so in. Yeah, I didn't hate it. It's the first Silverstein song that I liked. Whoa. Well, fucking hold, you know, put that on the front page. Caleb discovers yeah. Sil- a Silverstein track. Freaking. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey oh, beats fine. Truman. Caleb finds a Silverstein song he likes. <laughs> it gets like at least like sub headline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yes. that uh, that brings us around to my last pick. Well, kind of. I have an honorary pick, uh, <laughs> but 
Uh, it's the the classic Jay Z Lincoln Park collaboration. Yes, sir. Numb on, slash encore. This song fucking bangs, dude. I don't care. Uh, I'll die on that hill. This 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 album still like has its place. Um, but the real question is, how's the rest of the council feel? So, Nick, how do you feel about this track? I'm dying with you. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I th- th- this was like a secret memory my brain had been hiding for a special occasion. I have completely forgot this song exists until it popped up on this playlist. Obviously, the same night that I had gotten derailed by thirty thirty. <laughs> uh, but this song popped up and I fucking died laughing because it was just such a surprise memory to just come back up. And then I remember how, like how fucking cool just the concept of it was like Jay-Z and Linkin Park. Get the fuck out of here, man. Epic. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, that was so cool. And it still is. It's still cool. It's ridiculous. I looked up the history of the song and it's less interesting. Jay-Z had no idea that these recorded lines that he had done were going to wind up on a Linkin Park song. <laughs> Uh-huh. Don't don't tell that part <laughs> of the story. <laughs> yeah, but but it's still cool <laughs> uh, because they did they did wind up actually performing this live at uh, oh, was it the, the it was the fuck was it the Oscars the VMAs the Grammys I don't know it was one of them remember, one of them things. Clip. But it, it wasn't just that. But I think if maybe if my memory is just failing me right now, but I think Paul McCartney was on that that collab too. So it was like Lincoln Park, Jay Z, and Paul McCartney. So maybe I'm random. Maybe I'm just like fucking high or something. I don't know. <laughs> just imagining Paul McCartney. <laughs> like, like that that sentence sounds too ridiculous to be taken like seriously. But it's kind of like Dewey Cox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Walk hard. <laughs> but no, it was, it was so cool. I had such a cool time, like enjoying this song again. And I'm absolutely gonna put this on every fucking like any party I have. I'm gonna play this at my wedding. Dude, do it. Uh, do it. You got to save it for a special occasion. No, and a, that is, is the special, special occasion. This is, this is it. Like, this is where. That's what I'm saying, Numb man. For an encore. By <laughs> <laughs> Jay Z and Lincoln Park gets played. In the middle of the way, this dog just cranks on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the fucking dance floor now? Uh, with Dusty, how do, you, how do you feel about this song? Oh, I, I love this. I immediately went back and like listened to that entire album. Yes, sir. Just all the all the mixes on there are phenomenal. And just crazy how like they work together so well. It's like I, mean, I used to love Linkin Park. It's just a skateboard and just listen to Hybrid Theory over and over and over. And so it's like all these songs are great. And so yeah, I totally forgot about it too. But it reminds me of like be like at a party or something and somebody's computer was open where they're playing the music and i would always scroll down to this lincoln park jay-z because i wasn't really into rap but i was like well, i like this rap so it not seem yeah. like everybody was always happy to hear it so yeah dude dusty, Jameson, i feel like oh, oh sorry, sorry. Go, go for it I, Nick. I just want i just I, I feel like dusty just described like a core memory of like the millennial male of skateboarding the hybrid theory <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's, uh, that's just a shared experience. I didn't get great. Skateboard and listen to some 41 and then Lincoln Park's hybrid theory. <laughs> the double whammy. <laughs> uh, Jameson, how about you, man? Well, man, I sure hated the fuck out of this song when it came out. 
I really, really disliked it. And I mean, I liked Linkin Park's two first albums. They were great. And then like when this came out, I was kind of falling out of like with them and I had no no business listening to rap, didn't enjoy it. So it was like the perfect flow of or mixture of hatred. Plus they just played it nonstop on MTV, which I was still watching at the time. Yeah. Um but now song fucking bangs. It's Fuck great. Yeah, yeah, it's Fuck fucking yeah. awesome. And uh it gives you gives me some nostalgia. I'm like, man, I should have lightened the fuck up because this is a bop. So yeah, it's it's fucking good. Hell it's yeah, like, man. It's like when you get older and you quit caring what people think about you. Yeah, exactly. What your tastes are and then you actually can like enjoy it. You know, enjoy yeah. stuff that you probably would have enjoyed at the time had you been so worried about people judging you. Yep. Nah, that's so true, man. That's just so true. Yeah, that's true, man. It's true. Um, I mean, the, you stop yeah. caring and then you start sewing patches on a vest. <laughs> it's the best. It's liberating. The it's the not true. caring part. Oh, uh, I thought you talked about sewing patches on vests. Oh, no, that's whatever. It's just don't stop giving a fuck, everybody. Like, no one cares. Like, you're the only one who's judging you. Can we can we present a defense in the case of the metal vests, even though it's like kind of cliche now that Stranger Things did it? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's always been a thing, man. It's It's been a thing for a long time. We, we started ours, but Caleb and I have, like... So we had an extended hiatus from, from Old Heart, and Uh-oh. it made us all very sad. <laughs> they, they can see in the background of my, my video here that my wife walked by. She's going to be a guest in the near future, so everyone say hi to Shayna Langley. Hi, Hello. Shayna. Hi. Hi. <laughs> No, but, I uh, think the I think the vests are cool. It, yeah, the, so so Caleb and I had been discussing about like just the future of metal, and this this is sort of like the inception of of Electromancer of the Lightning Wizard. But we were talking about like our expectations, of, like what the genre is going to do next, and we were thinking that maybe it's going to have like a, a bit of a return to form here. Maybe it's gotten a little too serious. It's gotten a little too calculated. It's gotten a little too I don't know, not not fun. Metal needs to become fun again. Hmm. And so like we sort of predicted this this shift into it. And Caleb got into the the metal grandpa vest is what he called it. And he got me into it. <laughs> and then immediately Ugh. Caleb just Caleb jumped the fucking the 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 curve on this trend by just by literal months. Because immediately after this, like we we see the season of Stranger Things come out and they make Eddie months and like the coolest fucking thing since sliced bread. Even though like all the people who think he's cool now didn't think that guy was fucking cool in high school. Dude, I know. That's the kind of shit that like that rips. It's like, why is this? I don't know. I don't understand it. It's how I feel about comic book stuff blowing up. Uh, you, you're like, you know, you're like, okay, I've liked this shit forever. And it's like way cooler than these people even fucking know. And they're, they're making it blow up. They're making it popular. And I'm kind of grateful for it, but I'm also like, fuck you. Do you even know what you're fucking doing? Like, <laughs> comic book gatekeeping. Like, it's like, how yeah. have, <laughs> like, how have we done four? I'm Thor ashamed movies? of myself. <laughs> and no, we've done four Thor movies and no movies about the raining. Like, get at No, get out of here. Nah, it's okay, well. Jared. Comic book shaming is your kink. You can't help it. Maybe it is, man. Maybe I just haven't I haven't experienced <laughs> that like that. But kink shaming is your comedy. Ooh. 
Uh, okay, so we've officially we've 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 hit the end of the official list, but I know Gil's got some nominations. I don't know if you boys caught the last track I threw on there. Yeah, in the heat I of the moment. saw that. So you know, suck eggs. Uh, it's got a talk rock in the middle of it. I'm sure everybody no. loves it. Um, but Dusty, I'm interested to know what know what your honorable mentions are. Um, well, I probably would have put at least one Postal Service song on here. Okay. <laughs> Because, you know, these are supposed to be like side projects, collabs, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Fozzy, you know, Chris Jericho's band. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so is it, this side project from wrestling is Fozzy. That's one that... Oh, fun little tidbit for you, Dusty. If you're a fan of Chris Jericho's musical um, exploits, he has... Uh, a couple of times now um, been a voice actor on two of Devin Townsend's concept albums about an alien called Ziltoid who comes to Earth to steal Earth's coffee. And he is the captain and leader of the Earth. Captain Fantastic or something like that. Fuck this nerd shit. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's... (laughs) I had... uh, Let's see here. Oh, like... Chris Gaines? How do we not have any Chris Gaines? Oh, in? dude, we oh. are the number one spot oh, for Chris Gaines. Dude. We didn't even do oh, it. Chris, Chris Gaines isn't a side project. He's a main project. No, we put some uh-huh. Chris Gaines in the closet. <laughs> Garth did, along with all the bodies that Corner. he's hiding. Chris, Garth didn't kill those people. Chris killed those people. No. <laughs> it's still Chris killed debate, him. Garth right? buried him. Let's see. I also had, like, plus 44. That's another big one. Well, that's a good call. Yeah. You know, that Baby Come On song was pretty big. Um, and then, like, you got, you got, like, Derek and the Dominoes. Classic. I, I almost dude? put uh, Traveling Wilburys on there. Tom Petty's super group that he made in the oh, 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you have, like, other super groups that, you know, like, then Crooked Vultures. Was a, I think that was pretty big. But it was, like, John Paul Jones and David Gro- Dave Grohl and... A singer from Queen of Stone Age or whatever. They had some okay songs, but yeah. yeah. Jesus, I totally... No, nah, those are some good picks. Traveling Wilburys is Bob Dylan, George Harrison, uh, Roy Orbison, and Tom Petty. Jesus Ooh. fucking Christ. That might that might challenge the Highwaymen. Yeah, that's, that's know, up man. there. Unless we're talking about cocaine consumption, then the Highwaymen win. No, we're, <laughs> the thing is, is that we're also talking about the Highway Man as a song, which is... I think so. I, I'm going to go on record and say fuck Bob Dylan. Oh, all right. So whatever. You heard it. Roy Orbison's fine. I love Tom Petty, but fuck Bob Dylan. He's okay. What are you talking about? You're just talking. You're not singing. The Dewey Cox thing was on point. Yo, Dewey, Dewey Cox's version of Dylan was, was a little too good. Nailed it. All the, uh, the little people. Midgets. <laughs> Alright, guys. Uh, we gotta get our tops and bottoms uh, oh, yeah. out of the oh. way on this one. Um, I, I, you know, again, I, I, I my top song was the high, you know Highwayman by the Highwayman. Um, I, but I'm gonna kind of self-burn 
uh, on my bottom and it's definitely actually that insane clown policy song like i don't like that track at all i think it's fucking garbage <laughs> uh but i'm glad to know that everybody else also thought it was fucking garbage so yeah that was definitely like my least favorite there's but there's actually some really cool shit like sprinkled all throughout this 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 list so um do any do you guys have have yours picked out mine are the same as yours that insane club positive song was a waste <laughs> of three minutes of my life like, <laughs> well i'm glad we're in i'm glad we're in sync on that one on those two <laughs> i mean that's just a banger uh oh. what else jameson do you got yours i'll take it yeah uh bottom of course it's icp i of mean course. it's low-hanging fruit but it, you just have to take it i All mean way to the grave uh, I, I mean i'll give an honorable mention bottom to devin townsend just because <laughs> it is what it is um top of the list is going to be preservation man you yes. fucking nailed it that song is a fucking banger fuck yeah dude i love that track uh caleb do you have yours yeah, um, I mean, the easy thing for bottom is ICP because that is objectively trash. There is no opinion there. <laughs> um, if that's your opinion, you're wrong. Um, and it'd be easy for me to, I don't know. Oh man, there's some. I, I think if we're gonna discount ICP, the bottom is gonna have to go to Norma Jean. I don't like it. Ooh. It gives me incel vibes. It's bullshit. <laughs> and uh, also honorable. Vibes. Yeah, honorable mention to your chariot track that you put in. I listened to it just yeah. the last few minutes. That fucking sucked. Oh, um, so fuck that guy. <laughs> um, I knew it. I'm glad you guys enjoy it though. That's great. That's fun for you. I love that for you. Um, <laughs> without <laughs> without picking <laughs> one of my own uh, for a top. Like, I really love Four Seconds Ago. That's a really cool change change of pace in my that track. rotation. But uh, I'll give it to... I'm going to give it to Pendulum and Inflames because I love those groups, and I don't know why I didn't think of that. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Nick, what about you? All right, for me, top top is pretty easy. I mean, it's... I'm agreeing with you guys. It's the, it's the Highwaymen, or a Highwayman. Yes. yes. This song... It's just too good of a song. Like the the only negative things I have to say about it are about like the production quality of it. But um, way down at the bottom is is definitely still Norma Jean. That is still so fucking offensive to my ears. I cannot tolerate it. And then even down below the subterranean depths is Chip's moment. <laughs> so you preferred the ICP song, or are you just not grabbing the low hanging fruit? It's it. I found enough redeeming qualities about the ICP song, even though it's oh my God. definitely <laughs> the ICP song. The ICP song is objectively, like, factually, the worst song on this entire playlist. It's the it's garbage, but they did it on purpose, and like, I it feels like pretty disingenuous for me to like call out an obvious fucking troll when i do a troll guitar solo on a like a i i i understand making music solely designed to waste someone's time and maybe make them laugh a little bit fair enough it's making the dog cry caleb you're on lightning wizard it's you (laughs) yeah that was fun it's not icp for someone well fuck them i don't care what they think (laughs) see don't care it's way better any, well, anyways, bottom line is Chips Moment is the most garbage producer of the 20th century. Damn you, Chips Moment. <laughs> well, fuck. 
I, I, yeah, this, I mean, this, like I said, I thought it was a really fitting, uh, start back up to the, to, you know, the, the recording, uh, you know, gauntlet that we, that we hit ourselves with every week, but this was a really fun fucking playlist. Like I said, there was some cool shit actually sprinkled throughout it. Um, you know, Bowie kind of disagrees, I guess, but he's, been, <laughs> uh, either way, like, you know, I'm just really, I'm glad that we got this up and running again, fellas. Um, I've been missing this like in my life. This is like a, it's become like a, a pillar of like you know my week, uh, getting together and roundhouse shit talking on, with with you guys. So I'm glad we're up and running. We got some more uh, in the queue. We're gonna be getting our playlists in order, um, and we'll keep on recording. Do you guys have any uh, final thoughts on the collaboration super group and uh, uh, playlist? No, was it, was it as shitty as you thought? Oh. I don't think this was a particularly strong playlist. I, I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> I don't think it's one. I, we've had playlists that I've returned to. I don't think I'll return to this one. <laughs> I think you said it best, honestly. All right. Well, there we go. How do we add a say? It's somebody's got to say the last, the last, the final phrase of the night. Keep your stick on the ice. You got it, motherfucker. 